0: everybody, Jim Simmons here. The Kayak Fishing Show Live is always brought to you by all of our great sponsors, uh, Jackson Kayak, Seagar, NRS, uh, Yak Attack, Siegler Reels, a band of anglers. I mean, all these great people who've been with us for so many years uh, that I should have had scran- sc- scrolling across the bottom, but apparently um, I got sidetracked. There they are. There's our sponsors scrolling across the bottom. Uh, and again, we appreciate them for uh, supporting us for all these years. Uh, if you are new to the show, every uh, Tuesday we air um, older episodes of the Kayak Fishing Show. i uh, been trying to air, air them in order, uh, but I'm missing some. I, I uh, was actually missing uh, some episodes from last season. Uh, this is actually, today's is episode two from season 10. I don't have season one. So I do have my old producer on the hunt. He said he would look for him, see if he could find him for me and shoot him over to me because I'm missing almost half of the episodes from this season. So um, where they went, who knows? But uh, this episode was from, I want to say 2017 um, and or 2018. I don't remember. I have terrible memory. But we were in uh, Louisiana at Pack Kayak Rentals uh with my good buddy uh jameson redding um we had the blue sky boat works which are super fun to fish off of and um just just a good time now i asked jameson if he could make it today he just got back from panama i actually spoke to him a little bit ago to get his report from panama and uh all good they had, they had a good trip and uh, some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipe from uh from uh, jackson kayak uh, but Jameson unfortunately was on the road and he's not going to be able to join me today. So uh, I see there is a couple of comments. Oh, hey, Gene Wilson, thanks for joining me. Um, Liam, watching on Kayak Fishing Tales. So, again, if you are uh, new to this, we air on the Kayak Fishing Show Facebook page, the Kayak Fishing Show Group page, as well as Kayak Fishing Tales, our YouTube channel. Um, I often will suggest people subscribe to our uh, youtube channel kite fishing tales sometimes you're a little bit uh, more apt to be notified of when we're going live than you are from facebook facebook uh, doesn't like to share us too much sometimes so uh <clears throat> so what helps us is if you share it with your friends so before we get to the episode today um Yeah, I mean, I haven't been able to to do much. I've been working on uh, re-rigging up my Blue Sky. I've got a a new Torquedo coming for it. Um, I put the new uh, transducer mount on it. Uh, I've got the Bimini, uh, which I'll be putting together and shooting a video on how to do that. Uh, I removed the original uh, paddle holder rod holders because... um, it kind of gets in the way to me and with the the new um parts from yak attack um i'm able to i like their paddle holder a little bit better and i could put a rod holder on top of that so um that's kind of what i've been up to uh i just got a package actually right before the show started i mean literally i was like one minute away in this box arrived so I figured i open it up see what we got it's what I think it is, and it is. Um, I don't just kayak. I do have a uh, a boat, and on the boat, I like to wear deck boots. I, I always had one style, and then last year, I uh, went to the Grundons, and the Grundons didn't quite fit me as well. I had seen the Sims boots, and I've got some other Sims wading boots that I really like, And so I actually ordered some and then they discontinued them. And this was a year ago. That's why I ended up getting the Grundons. And then not too long ago, I got an email from Sims saying that they had a new deck boot coming out. So I um, told my son he could have my Grundons, which I'd only worn a couple of times, and that I would order the Sims. And then I went to the Sims website and they were gone. (laughs) it was like what happened to them so um a few days later i actually contacted them they go oh, they'll be available mid-march a couple of days later i got another email saying that they were available so um that's what i got the new sims deck boots and uh like i said if you're spending time on the on the water i don't like to be barefoot on my boat i like my feet protected it was throwing big lures and that sort of thing and um it also helps my back to have a little bit more padding So uh, those are the the new Sims deck boots. I don't remember what what they were called. Um, Men's uh, Sims Challenger 7-inch deck boot. So I normally got the tall boots and then would fold them down, but they're only making this in a 7-inch. But I was folding them down anyway, so this should work. I will uh, give you a report report on how they fit and uh, how they feel. The problem with the uh, Gründens—they were a good quality boot, but they um, the heel on them was very loose. So even though they felt right at the length, my they were wide in the heel. And this one looks a little better because it's curved in. So I'm thinking this uh, when I saw the pictures of it that it would hold my heel in a little bit better because I, I don't like my heels slipping in there. But uh, looks like a good boot. <laughs> I'm looking forward to trying them out. Um, I'm not sponsored by them in any way at all. I mean, I, I ordered those bottom full price. Uh, so just thought I'd share that with. Uh, we have a, a couple other comments. Uh, Kayak Fishing Salerno says, hello, how you doing? Uh, where is Salerno? Um, and who else we had? Oh, a Facebook user. I don't know who that is. If you are watching via the Kayak Fishing Show group page, um, if you don't give it permission, we don't see your name. That's why for me, it says Facebook user. Uh, Gene Wilson is saying, hi, Magnus. So I'm guessing that might be Magnus because other people can see it if they're on the group. <laughs> oh, it's always very confusing. Eric, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. And, uh, Pamela Wirth says, uh, love our shows. Well, thank you. And hope everybody had a good Valentine's. I did. Um, hung out with my wife, cooked dinner together at home always fun and uh brandon saying hello from north carolina thanks for joining us i do love the fact that we do get viewers from all over and i love it when you guys tell me where you're uh, watching from we get uh often have viewers from all over the world and uh, i love to see that. oh it is magnus how are you my friend have you figured out how to bring me back to sweden Um uh, magnus and i were talking not not too long about about us coming back to sweden again so um, my biggest problem is uh, literally right now I'm trying to schedule a spinal injection because of my never ending back issues and trying to schedule, um, shoulder surgery. So if I can get in for that surgery soon, enough, so I'm going to be out of commission for uh, a couple of months at least I'm imagining, but thankfully there's all these pedal boats now. I mean, I'm a paddler. I love paddling, but, uh, at least the pedal boats will be able to still get out there. Um, Yes, uh, yeah, Sweden for big pike, and they have big pike up in uh, Sweden in really cool water. Um, I've been to Sweden a couple of times, and and we actually uh, actually love Sweden. I've I've enjoyed the trips I've had there so much each time. Uh, the tournament that they do, um, the uh, Lisca um, Open uh, tournament, is always uh, amazing. And uh, just such a beautiful country, even though it can be a little chillier than uh, that I'm used to. It's um, actually funny, is uh, we have like it's been like 90 degrees here in San Diego, and uh, today it's cold and rainy. So But I mean, yesterday it was in the 80s. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Ooh, that looks interesting. <laughs> the old green screen. So again, uh, today's. Um, episode is uh, I'm fishing with uh, making a return trip to Louisiana. Now, again, I I don't go back and watch these, you know, before, but my recollection of this trip to Louisiana, and it it seems like it's a lot of my trips to Louisiana, kind of like my trips to Florida, although I've had better luck fishing in Louisiana, Um, weather. Uh, we had insanely high winds on this trip. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this was the trip where I literally, I parked my rental car outside of where we were staying and overnight we come out the next day and the water was in the parking lot about that much up onto the tires of the rental car. And this was all wind driven water. Um, It it was, uh, it makes it tough. You know, you go, you go down there when the conditions are right. And the sight fishing is just amazing. And the blue sky that we were on, I mean, is such a great boat for that situation. You can get super skinny. Um, in this, this episode, we actually, uh, Jameson had a torpedo troll or travel motor on his, and I was using the, um, the E drive from Jackson, which unfortunately they are not making, but um, Torquido is such a quality product. That's why I'm putting a Torquido on mine. Um, but it's such a great platform. Uh, Jameson literally you know, like stands on the cooler on the front of his boat, or even stands on the seat. So you know when you can get that high up, it's a huge, huge advantage, particularly when you're having rougher conditions. So it's harder to see. The higher you can get, the better. And so Jameson, of course, had a a much um, better situation uh, being able to stand up on that cooler. Um, I didn't have anything to stand on. But uh, like I said, they're they're a great boat for that. Uh, In those conditions, having the power pole on them as well. But the ideal situation, quite honestly, on that blue sky is having dual power poles. Um, because what happens, if you if you power pole down at the back and you're in the wind, the boat will still pivot around from where you're actually looking. Now, it's not terrible in the blue sky because you can just spin the seat around or stand on the back and face the other way. But it's it's not quite as ideal. So uh, if you can put down two power poles, it'll keep it from twisting. Um, but like I said, this is what we did. What I would do a lot of times that I'd like force. You can see all those reeds. And that this is a picture from... of the way there is a picture from it i would use a warner stand-up paddle for when i was paddling around um and then i could uh power pole down i would shove the bow into reeds and then power pole down and that would keep my boat in position as well so like i said just a super super fun boat to fish off of i'm looking forward to having my my old one totally re-rigged with new stuff and and getting that thing back out on the water Again, it'll be a boat that I can use once it's powered up because I, I cannot, uh, I can't paddle at the moment. So um, anyway, with no further ado, since I don't have a guest, uh, if you guys do, again, if you have any questions, comments, please bring them up here. Because I love to uh, answer questions, whether it's about the show, the location, or anything else about uh, kayak fishing in general. I, you know, I love the comments. and I love the conversation. So, but with no further ado let's uh, get this episode of the kayak fishing show uh season 10 episode two we'll get it rolling and um hopefully i'll find those upper, other episodes soon this week on the kayak fishing show we are at pack kayak rentals in louisiana we got the blue sky kayaks and we got power stick around we're chasing redfish trout flounder all kinds of stuff out here having a great time And before anybody says, yeah, that's not a kayak, we admit it's not a kayak. The Blue Sky is not a kayak. But what it is is a super fun boat to fish off of. And and I will, you know, I've always said, don't tell me how to have fun. And that's all it is. It is a fun, fun boat to fish off of. Would you like to wear my Where wear my head, wear my <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to listen? I'm going, I'm going fishing. Woo. I was really stoked to uh, come on a trip with Jameson. I always have a great time fishing with Jameson, but he has been talking about Pat Kayak Rentals down here in Louisiana for for a couple of years now.
1: But I really wanted to introduce him to Pat Kayak Rentals. It's one of my favorite places on earth. I wanted to bring him down and show him the community they built down here specifically for the Kayak Angler.
0: So there you go right there. I didn't even realize this episode was our first time there. Um, cause we have, we have been there a couple of times. We, we went there, uh, after they got wiped out by a hurricane and they've rebuilt and these guys keep rebuilding and, uh, Pat kayak rentals is such a, a cool, cool operation. Um, and just the nicest, nicest people. So if you ever find yourself in Louisiana or looking for a cool trip, give yourself a week because you're going to have good days of fishing. You just, like I said, we've run into weather, but we always have good days as well. So yourself a week down there and you would not regret it phenomenal phenomenal fishing even bad days you're, you're getting them jim you got to come down here we got to shoot a show here you got to come down here i absolutely it's my favorite place to go uh, it, there's nothing like it for sight casting for redfish and black drum and sheep's head so it just kept bugging me so i finally like dude put it together let's do it let's go to louisiana because i love louisiana just never been to this location.
1: Yeah, see, normally all this would be not nowhere near as flooded. So I think what we're gonna have to do is just work all these pockets with top water this morning. And then we can kind of work like anywhere where there's current coming through with like chatter baits or swim baits or whatever clarity's not bad i mean you could see them if it, if they were shallow but right now though it's just so high i'll go up to this point right here give you this base.
0: Just can't do this on a regular kayak.
1: (laughs) Little trout. A little better than the ones we're oh, quick release. Louisiana is just like no other place that I've fished in the country. I mean, there's, the people are, are so awesome. The nature, just being out here in the marsh, um, it's so, so much of it. There's so much marsh, you never know what you're going to see. Um, I've caught 50-inch redfish with their backs four or five inches out of the water. and That's what keeps me coming back. I mean, a bad day of fishing here is usually what you would consider a good day anywhere else. can't decide if I should switch and start throwing a chatterbait or if I should keep
0: throwing topwater. Well, we've been working all these grass areas, had a couple of good blowups, just haven't gotten anything to stick so far. So we're just gonna continue working around and working pockets, little topwater, little subsurface. Um, see if we can finally get something to stick. Tell you what though, fishing in this thing being able to hold position with the motor and the uh, power pole, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Now you can see that wind. Oh, there
1: he is. Nice little red, looks like. This wind is making it very interesting today. My net's getting tangled up. Let's see if I can get this thing in the boat. Woo! Hit the chatterbait. Got him. Woo! Finally. These rough conditions, a little bit muddy water, high water. I tried to change it up a little bit, start throwing the chatterbait. I was hoping to get them on top water, but it's almost too rough with the, the waves over here on this wind ball inside. I'm just trying to hit the pockets in between the grass and uh, had some bites early, but finally got one to commit, a little slot fish. get her back in the water and uh, get her on her way.
0: There she goes. Well, it's kind of interesting. I saw a sheep's head a little bit earlier, then I hooked a redfish and it came unbuttoned. I was bouncing the dart spin across this hole here and I got a sheep's head on the dart. Uh, a sheep's head on the dart spin. When I first hooked it, thought it was a sheep's head, but now looking closer at it and hearing it drumming, it might be a juvenile black drum. I'm not really that familiar with these fish, so well, that's kind of cool though. Get it on the the dart spin. Another species. I think that's number sixteen. Yeah, I, I continue to fish that dart spin for everything. <laughs> um, I have uh, I've caught so many sp- different species. I'm at over twenty five different species of fish on the dart spin. So, if you ever want a, a lure that you can fish in different ways for for different species, it is certainly one to uh, to look at. And that's the Jackson Band Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak, first to innovation, Orion Coolers. Never lose your cool. And Ray Marine, Simply Superior. This is my, I think, third or fourth trip to Louisiana, and I always enjoy coming here. We've, we've had struggles with weather in the past, but we've also always had really good fishing. Louisiana has always been one of my favorite places to fish for redfish.
1: There's just so many of them and a lot of people say they're dumb down here. I think there's just tons of them, more of them, more bait, more opportunities to catch fish.
0: We get here and the first day is raining and howling wind. And it's like, okay, well, we've dealt with this before. We deal with it every trip. Let's just make the best of it. Let's have a good time. And with Jamison, it's always a good time.
1: One of my favorite ways to catch redfish is to sight fish for them. And typically you can do that here, but with this high water and the wind, it's pretty much just not going to happen. We're going to have to search the marsh and try to figure out where the fish are holding. And in high water, they can be way back in the grass where you can't even reach them. They're more spread out and it's a lot more difficult to find fish.
0: So the wind is really picked up. If I don't put down my power pole or uh, use the motor to hold my position, I'm blowing away like a sail. Uh, So we're trying to find areas that we can fish that are a little bit protected. I mean, these weeds are only about four feet tall, so they're not blocking a whole lot of wind unless you're up really tight to them. So we're just doing our best to try and fish. Jameson got a couple. Um, I've had a couple of opportunities at fish and missed them. Uh, other than the one uh, baby black drum. That's all right, day one, we'll figure it out. As long as the wind leaves us alone for some of this trip.
1: Oh, there he is. It's really tough fishing, but it seems to be that they're pushed up against this grass where the wind is keeping everything up against this grass. All the water, all the, oh, he's going on the powerful. Ah. Hope he's under or around it now. Everything seems to be on this side. The bait's getting pushed this way, so the fish are gonna naturally stack up and try to feed. I'm throwing the chatter bait. It's got a little more flash and thump. It seems to start, seems to be working a little bit. Get the net ready and see if we can't get this fish landed and find another one. Come on in here, big boy. Oh, got him. Woo!
0: That's a pretty Man, one.
1: Feels good to finally get some fish in the net. Try to figure them out a little bit for sure. He wanted it. It's down there. Come here, buddy. Shatterbait tip with a Houdini razor shad right there. Nice little red. Getting back in the water. You
0: You They're working up quite the appetite. Burning all these calories. Yeah, those motors will make you lazy. I'll tell you that. Another
1: one on this wind-blown bank, kind of up in these cuts. Seems to be somewhat of a little a pattern. Long and lean.
0: Pretty redfish, another species on the dart spin. So we had a a pretty fun morning, although battled the wind all day. Uh, Now we've got a pretty good storm coming. There's huge clouds with rain going right towards where we need to be. So it's time to pack it in. A couple questions here. Um, uh, Chris Reed, any thoughts or experience on the take two? I have not used the take two, uh, but I have certainly talked to the guys that have. Um, Chris Funk, Jameson, um, my buddy Will. I mean, all these guys have had experience in the take two. All of the feedback I've had are is super positive. Uh, It's a good tandem. It does very well uh, as a single. So uh, that's always an advantage. If you have a boat that you can uh, convert from a single to a tandem uh, and it carries that weight, Uh, a good kind of expedition boat because you can pile so much stuff on it because it is designed to carry the weight of two people, not one. So uh, though it wasn't made as a fishing boat. Uh, It certainly can be converted to a fishing boat very easily. And everything I've heard has been super positive. Um, I I personally have not been on one at this point. Um, Steve Mech watching over at Kayak Fishing Tales. Love my blue sky. I have mine set up with a 24-volt trolling motor with spot lock, uh, 5.6 miles per hour. Uh, Yeah, a lot of guys do that, put the the spot lock up on the front. Um, I've seen guys with a trolling motor on the back and a a trolling motor on the front or a torpedo on the back and the trolling motor on the front with the spot lock. Um, Of course, the pedal drive, and I'm hearing a lot of really good things about pedal drive right now. Um, You have that option. Uh, I like the Torquedo and the pedal drive. So if something, if I run out of battery, anything like that, I've still got the pedal drive. So that's kind of why I preferred the idea of a Torquedo versus uh, the E-Drive. Because I can keep my pedal drive in place. Uh, The other way I was with like here, I was putting the E-Drive on it and I kept the pedal drive locked down behind me. But um, yeah, I mean, the the blue sky is an excellent boat i mean and it's great it does great on the pedal drive but it's a great boat when you uh motorize it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> like i said it makes you lazy but it sure is fun um rudy asked if i'm still running the uh, dragonfly i was using a dragonfly in this episode i do have a dragonfly that i will use occasionally uh when i'm traveling more often than not than not i've actually since you're asking i use the ray marine element Uh, this is a bigger unit but uh, there's a smaller one as well Um, this is just a quite a couple steps higher up in the chain Uh, the dragonfly was discontinued so this is their lower end unit now but it's it's a high-end unit. Uh, I use this one, and then on my boat, I have the um, the Axiom. Uh, they're very similar, the Axiom and the Element in uh, functionality, but the reason I go with the Element on the kayak, it's a little bit cheaper, uh, but also it is not a touchscreen. And though they all the touchscreens say that they work with your wet hands, my experience is in a kayak, it's very wet, and it just uh, it doesn't work as well with wet hands. So I'd rather have the touchscreen in my boat where it's protected inside the the pilot house, and you know, on my kayak where my hands are definitely going to be wetter. I like the element, and it does pretty much everything the other one does. Um, Magnus, uh, you got the motor mounted where the FD is, right? Yeah. Well, see, that's where I, it is on this one. We were using the. E-Drive, uh, which was supposed to come out. They they had some issues with manufacturing um, and logistics of everything with that drive, and they decided not to go forward with it. So now it's the pedal drive, and then uh, guys are either putting a trolling motor up on the front, or like I'm going to do is the um, 1103 Torquedo on the rear. Uh, some guys have set up the 1103 and hooked it into the steering that's on there, so you eliminate your rudder and tie it into the um, the steering of the um, of the Blue Sky. What I am doing on mine, if I if it's going to work, and I, and I do need to um, to play with it, but my thought is to put my 1103 Torquedo in front of the rudder. And so I'll have to kind of cut out the rear deck, so it can drop down in between there, or or just remove the rear deck. And um, if any of you guys remember, I have my torpedoes, I had dual 403s on the end of the uh, pontoons. And then I would steer with the rudder. The problem was they were fixed straight. And um, the problem with that the water isn't flowing over the rudder so it 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 steered like a pig in mud i mean it really took a long time to steer so um what i'm going to do is this 1103 i'll have the single 1103 put it on the center line uh, so it'd be just like the pedal drive the water is forced over the rudder and then it should uh, maneuver the way it is supposed to and i think that'll be a much much more efficient setup so um that's my plan is to the motor in front of the rudder so i will still have the full regular rudder controls the uh the 1103 will be again it'll be fixed straight just like your your pedal drive is but i think that's going to be a much more efficient um turning situation uh gene wilson says chris funk has done a number of very helpful videos about the take two on his youtube channel and his YouTube channel, as I recall, is I don't know if it's the feral one or feral one. Um, but yeah, he, he's done quite a few videos and still photos and all that with his wife on it. And and he's a he's a big fan of that boat. So um, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, Magnus, any thoughts about front mounting, good and bad? Well, like I said, if you do the front mount. Um, the difference is, is uh, there's a weight issue and I'm not going to lie. I wish the, I wish the pontoons on the blue sky had more volume, uh, up in the front there because you are talking adding weight. Um, so it's going to affect it more if it gets sloppy, but the nice thing is, is again, you, you can put that, um, spot lock on there. And so if I, if I was going to have a trolling motor with spot lock, I would definitely, put that up on the front um so th- that's kind of uh that's kind of how i think of it, it it's going to hold your position better than um if you have it in back because if it's in back your front of your bow is going to want to wander where if it's in the front it's pulling you around um and they have a a transom out uh, blue sky has a, a transom uh, attachment that you can put up on the front for putting a trolling motor up there And, yes, that would be on the center deck. Um, So you you put that transom up there, up on the front, and mount your trolling motor to that. And quite a few guys have done that, and it works really, really well. Uh, And, again, the spot lock is such a great feature uh, to hold yourself in position. So it is Chris Funk, the feral one. Thank you so much, Gene, for – I knew you would know. (laughs) I just knew you would know. So let's uh, let's get this episode uh, back rolling, and again, bring us any of those questions, and please uh, you know please share these with your friends. It really helps. PowerPoll Micro Anchor and Siegler Reels. We've got a pretty good storm on its way. There's a hurricane kind of moving in towards Florida. Today is
1: a little different than just about any day I've ever fished down here. The water level is pretty much
0: the same as every day. Almost as
1: high as it was when we came down and had to leave because of a tropical storm. It's literally in the parking lot.
0: Kind of have a window this morning. We figured we'd give it our best go. You can see right now I am drifting by. It doesn't look that windy, but, you know, I'm getting pushed by the wind pretty good already, so. We're hoping that the
1: wind's gonna switch around and start blowing from the north and push some of this water out and maybe not be quite as strong as it is right now. But you don't catch fish if you don't go fishing. So we're going fishing. i say we come out and go left in that main channel. We cut left and then there's some more pockets and creeks and whatnot. Kind of work our way back a little bit.
0: Uh, so, if you notice, here we go. <laughs> you notice I'm not wearing my normal fishing hat. Yeah, I couldn't do that in a normal kayak. And that's because came out just before the storm, and uh... I'm just gonna pause it for. That's because it was so windy um, that at some point my hat blew away. While, while we were getting ourselves all geared up out on the on the deck of the houseboat we were staying on. And I actually found it a couple days later, halfway across the parking lot. Because like I said, the water had come up all the way through the parking lot. So it blew out into the water and then ended up all the way across the parking lot. So I did find my hat. but <laughs> I had to wear my singular hat for quite a bit of this episode. Just thought I'd share that with you. Uh, kind of questioning whether we should go out, and uh, I'm glad we did. Pretty fish. Let's get them back in the water.
1: Boom! And the wind from the grass. Getting around the corner here, we're just kind of working these edges where we've got a little bit of lead. And the wind from the grass. And uh, got them on the top water. I love watching them blow up on the top water they got some seriously sharp teeth so you got to be careful when you lift them and i don't really do this with the bigger fish but let's get him back in the water all right jim's got one i got one let's see if we can find some more
0: the cool thing about fishing with jameson he's a pretty analytical uh, fisherman i mean he really thinks about what's gonna be working, where to go. He has fished here quite a bit. You know, he's got out his uh, Google Maps satellite image and and figuring out where we should go.
1: Look on the map a little bit more and see if I can't find another spot that looks like
0: this. You know, maybe every couple of years I'll get to go fish for redfish. So uh, having a guy who is so passionate about the redfish and this area made a huge difference in our ability to make the best out of what were really pretty brutal conditions.
1: These overcast conditions, I love throwing topwater and you can get by with it all day long. Um, The only issue we have really is that finding a place where it's not too choppy to, to do it. So we're kind of working these leeward banks. Jim just had a blow up and he is on.
0: Uh, because we're dealing with a lot of wind, what I've been doing is just like jamming my bow into some weeds and then putting down the power pole, and that'll keep the boat from pivoting so I can fish the direction I want. There was a nice little pocket up here, made a cast on a topwater, and uh, boom. So just a few seconds after Jameson got a fish, I got one. So I'm glad we decided to come out this morning because we were questioning whether we were going to be able to with this weather. It's not a big red by any means, but... And i will say having the power pole makes non-fishable days fishable beautiful three spotted fish super fun way to fish and i mean in in conditions that i mean you can't really tell but the wind has really been blowing so having this combination of the motor the e-drive on the blue sky and the power pole to lock you in makes it really much more fishable Good hit. We really wanted it. So little fish, but uh, super fun. Really fun to fish in this boat. I'm I'm really enjoying this thing. <laughs> well, we just had a double hook up. Caught quite a few fish already, and we got a few more hours of fish. Stick around, see how we do. So on those, uh, back to the questions on the, um, trolling motor front mounted on a, a trip where we returned to Louisiana, um, a couple of years later. Um, Jameson actually had a, a remote control spot lock, all that stuff, uh, trolling motor up on the front of his. And he had a huge advantage then because he was actually being able to get up so high. He stood on his seat but could control his motor from the remote control. So where I, again, I think I had the the electric Jackson drive there. Um, So I couldn't do anything like that because to control my motor, I would have to bend down and control it by hand. Um, I also had to control my rudder by hand. So uh, having that motor up front with the electronics, uh, steering, uh, remote control, huge, huge advantage. He, uh, he crushed it uh, in, in tougher again. I, every time I go there, it's tough conditions. But uh, every time I go there, we catch a lot of fish. Um, there was another question here. Uh, Bear Buchanan. Uh, so this is Mr. Bear Hudson. Florida, what happened to the Kraken and when are new episodes coming on TV? Thank you. Uh, Bear, thanks for joining us, man. Um, what happened to the Kraken? Well, the fact is everybody wanted pedal boats, And so the demand for the Kraken wasn't high enough. So just like anything else, if it's not high enough, they're not selling enough of them. It got discontinued, uh, unfortunately. Uh, there are still some of them out there, but you would have to search and um, i would encourage anybody who's interested in the kraken to tell jackson you're interested in the kraken because there is still the possibility of them doing a run of the boats i mean they still have the mold and uh, we have talked about them um doing limited runs but the demand has to be there so it might be one of these things where we get enough people say hey i want the kraken and we do a pre-order and then we run some of those boats but uh you know I was very disappointed but i also understood you know if, if there's not enough people buying the boat not enough people want to paddle everybody wants to pedal uh, and that's that's what happens unfortunately uh when are new episodes coming on tv well uh, i parted ways with my producer uh last year and uh decided to go on my own um and then we had covid which stopped all my travel um And so my plan was to begin shooting this spring uh, for to air and taking a full year off and to air next season. Um, Problem is right now, I am so up in the air on what I'm going to do. I'm just be honest. Uh, Like I said, I need shoulder surgery. Uh, My back is a wreck. I I definitely want to keep going. uh, My plan is to before the shoulder issue came up, I was definitely planning on on shooting again uh, this spring. Right now, it's a matter of when I can get in, get the shoulder fixed, and how long that takes. So uh, it might be uh, next year. It might be late next year. Um, we'll see. But uh, I'm going to continue doing the social media stuff. I'm going to continue doing uh, shooting locally. Uh, but the travel, uh, doing that sort of thing, it, it might might be a year out, uh, unfortunately, just because of the world and, and my old body. <laughs> So I hope it I hope that answers your question. Um Lauren Dupree, you, you put up a link, uh, I don't know, know what that's for, but uh <laughs> is that is that uh Chris's link? I don't know. Tell me tell me what you're putting a link there for there, Lauren. Um uh rudy uh always said could you stand on the orion on the front deck yeah you'll see in this and i don't know if we've seen it yet i, I don't remember but uh jameson stands on the orion up in the front quite a bit um rudy yes you love the kraken uh everybody wants pedals now yeah that's it nobody wants to paddle nobody wants to learn how to paddle uh it's pretty cool actually my buddy kevin uh Whitley, Kayak kevin, is recently been doing some actual kayak fishing paddling uh, instructional videos, real short stuff, how to control your boat. Because I think that's one of the issues is it's so easy to pedal um, as far as boat control. that sort of, You don't really have anything to learn. You're paddling. There is some techniques that you need to learn. So you take the time to learn. Paddling, to me, is very advantageous, but uh, yeah. Um, Eric says, I miss my Kraken. Well, why do you miss your Kraken? Did you get rid of your Kraken? You should have kept your Kraken. I know I haven't gotten rid of my Kraken. When they told me they were discontinuing it, I've had people ask to buy mine, and I'm like, uh, no. I got a couple of them, and uh, they're not going anywhere because <laughs> uh, I still want a good paddling boat, and there's just nothing out there that's over. You know, I like long boats. Uh, I've got the 15-5s, and um, I love those things. Uh he says I have two of them now. Uh, I see them pop up on marketplace very fast. But yeah, yeah, there's just not you know. It is what it is, and it's business is business. And I totally understand Jackson's. Uh, if, even though I wasn't happy about it, I understand Jackson Kayaks' um, reason for um, discontinuing it. I mean, you got to have sales. Uh, we had the same issue way, way back in the day with when I was with Ocean Kayak. They they discontinued the Scupper Pro. And all these people complained. It's like, well, you're discontinuing the Scupper Pro. We want the Scupper Pro. It's like, well, are you buying the Scupper Pro? You already have a Scupper Pro and you're complaining, but it's like, if it's not being sold, they've got to discontinue to make room for what people want. And what people seem to want are wide, fat, slow pedal boats um you know it's just a completely different animal and i have nothing against pedal boats like i said they certainly have their place and i'll certainly be using them when i feel with the shoulder issue and they're certainly wonderful at certain things so um and just most people just don't want the narrow fast um, paddler's boat it is what it is um, uh, facebook user and again if you are coming on here and it shows facebook user it is because you are watching on the kayak fishing show group page and you did not give it permission to show your name. But it says the trademark kayak Kevin paddle flip. It's a bummer that they are discontinuing a lot of uh, the good paddling kayaks. Yeah, um, it's uh, it, it is what it is. like I said, it, it, it the market goes a certain way. Um, I've said this before, you know, back in the day with the scupper Pro, it was 50 pounds maybe. And um, we used to say, man, this thing is awesome. If only it was lighter and boats have done nothing but get gotten bigger and heavier. So, you know, people have uh, said, OK, I don't care so much about the lightness and paddle ability. I want big, wide, stable and pedals so, um, the paddle flip. Yeah, he, he, I don't know why he does that. You paddle with the back of your paddle. You know, anyway, uh, when is the new boat they are demoing coming out? This is the boat of which we do not speak, Rudy. Um, but reports are good. Let's just say reports are good that, from what I'm hearing. Uh, but it is again, it, it's it's pedal boat. Um, but everything from people I've talked to is very positive. I haven't had a chance myself, but um, yeah, I think it's it's looking good. So anyway, let's get this. Uh, I think maybe last segment of the show going. After the short commercial break, these are the built-in Jackson commercials. The kayak fishing show is brought to you by Orion Coolers, Yak Attack, SeaGuard. pull Micro Anchor, and Seagler Reels. Beautiful fish. Found a little pocket up here. Just placed it right in the back of the pocket. One turn, a couple thumps on the tail and there we go. Oh, look at that pretty fish. This one has just spectacular colors. Look at those beautiful colors. This is just an absolutely gorgeous fish. Definitely that copper penny look to it. (laughs) And there he goes. What a beautiful fish. That was so cool. So this is a a spool tech lure from a band of anglers. and you can see how the leader deploys. Now, once it's done that, there's a little knob here and you just wind it back in. Right, you just turn the little knob here and then once you get it into position where it's pulled up there tight, then you just push the lure, The I'm sorry, then you just push the hook back up into its little slot so it stays in. And then on the hook set, it pulls out and you have a wire leader to protect it from you know, the rough mouths of these fish. The other cool thing is that they have replaceable tails. Besides having uh, a wire leader uh, and a lighter main leader, uh, one of the coolest things about it is you don't have a big lure in the fish's mouth uh, where they can gain leverage to throw the hook off.
1: Whew. Finally, been hard fishing today. This one kind of came up and smacked at it and I stopped it and came back on. Barely got the back hook in its mouth, so I'm going to try to get it in the net as quick as I can. here.
0: So on this trip, we got to use the Blue Sky Boatworks 360 Angler. And for the first time, I got to use the new FlexDrive E-Drive, which is an electric motor that plugs right into the drive unit on this boat. And I got to admit, man, this thing will make you super lazy, but it's super fun.
1: Still pretty slow day, but I'll take what I can get. Woo, I'll a a, look at my foot. Unfortunately,
0: that uh, E-Drive is, I've is got not a few rod holders on here. We pulled in one day, and somebody goes, why do you have so many rods? And the straight-up answer, I'm lazy. I hate having to retie all the time. The nice thing is, is Yak Attack makes it so easy to do. With all the gear track on here, I could place the Omega Pro rod holders. I had three of them behind my seat, set up, so I have three rods here ready to go. I have another one which would be my working rod holder, the one I'm just grabbing the rod and throwing, throwing it back in there really quick. So that's a couple of things from Yakadak made this rigging this boat really easy. Though we're fishing pretty shallow water, I still like to have my Raymarine Dragonfly on my boat. Uh, The reason being is we know the water temperature, we know the, the water depth in certain areas, but also if you're out here in this marsh, and you get a long way away, it can be kind of disorienting. So I marked in the location where we started, and that way I could always navigate back to it with the GPS system. On the days when it was really windy and we needed that control, needed to slide up into an area, set up, and be able to cast, the combination of the E drive and the power pole made this an incredibly fishy platform in tough conditions.
1: Literally, stop working the bait to kind of look around at the wind, and one annihilated it right as I stopped it. And he is five feet. Not that big though, but he doesn't know it. And I'm not gonna tell him, where's my net? With everything that we face, <laughs> weather conditions, high water, ridiculous amounts of wind, we were able to get on fish, we were able to sight fish. It's always a good time hanging out with Jim and just what better place to do it than Louisiana? The community down here is unbelievable. And if you ever get a chance to come to Point of Shan and stay at Pat Kayak Rentals, you really should come check
0: it out. There's there's so much water here. There's so many places that you can slide your kayak in and, and get to water that's not touched by boats. It's really, uh, whether inshore marshes like we're doing on this trip or, or offshore like we've done out of Venice, there's just so much great fishing down here in Louisiana. It, it really is uh, a paradise for somebody who is a kayak angler. These horses are amazing it's crazy the they things are just always show up back after a hurricane and they're back we don't need that so uh there is a part two to this uh we have a great time um fishing off the uh Cause basically we're on a houseboat We fishing off the back of the houseboat at night. I uh, had a, a great time doing that. Ended up getting some more big fish. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, like I said, it was, it was super, super tough conditions, but, and I think Jameson said it earlier. It's just like, even when it's tough, we still get fish. It, it's just a very, very good fishery and just the best people they've been wiped out time and time again by hurricanes and they just keep rebuilding I don't know how they do it. I don't, I don't know how they keep the mindset to keep going because they've just been wiped out so many times. Um, but they just keep rebuilding and the community down there is amazing. And of course, you know, there's great food. We've done, um, oysters down there, get a whole bushel of oysters, uh, big sacks of crawfish. I mean, it's just, just a, a great place. And I, I highly, uh, highly recommend um uh, pack kayak rentals and, and getting down to louisiana uh, we've also fished down there with uh, mexican Gulf fishing company where they've taken us offshore and i mean the bluefin i mean the yellowfin tuna so close to shore uh just absolutely amazing uh liam says a pedal kraken would be a good kayak to make yeah maybe um i think you would have to go bigger than the kraken as far as width wise is to accommodate pedals and everything um, but yeah, I mean, it would certainly be a faster peddling boat. I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Magnus going to sleep in Sweden. Take care, man. Thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. Gene, thanks for helping, uh, uh, and answering some questions there. I do appreciate that. Uh, So again, next Tuesday, we'll be airing part two of this. I hope you can join us. Maybe I can get Jameson to join me on here again and we can share more memories. Maybe we can get him to give some insight about his trip to Panama or on what is going on at Jackson Kayak. Uh, I hope you are all doing well. If you are going out on the water, please, please remember, always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. Thank mm.